right, we're live, we're live. Good evening, everyone. You're truly Dr. Barry Pierre, favorite. Let me get the introductions out the way. Favorite board certified internist, host of many things, Medicine Mondays, of course, what you're watching now live with me, Real Physician React. Shout out to Team TikTok, uh, who checks in with me every Thursday evening. If you're catching the podcast episode later on, you definitely should be on TikTok. You should be on TikTok anyways, because like, why not? Uh, but if you're on TikTok and you, you don't even want to like post anything, because I'm not saying you got to post anything. You could just want to be on TikTok just to be nosy. You should at least check us out. Check me out, right? Thursday evenings, right? We do this 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this is when we typically will talk about something that comes across my feed, right? Something that just like we got to talk about it. And this week now we've done one of these before. As you can see the title behind me, if you're listening to the podcast, I have an article from ABC News. Measles outbreaks are occurring in pockets of the U.S. Here's why doctors are concerned, right? So, and this one uh, actually focused on an outbreak that was occurring in Philadelphia. Uh, the article notes that amongst all of the individuals who contacted, uh, contracted the measles, guess what is in common with them? They are all unvaccinated. Right, so we can we can stop there, right? Y'all know, especially if you've been following me, uh, I've been going on a long crusade against this misinformation, disinformation, especially when it comes from team anti-vax. Team anti-vax is good for that misinformation, disinformation, and here we have a disease again for historical purposes. Here we have a disease for historical purposes that was essentially eliminated eliminated this disease was essentially eliminated in our country why because of the magnificent medical technology of vaccines but unfortunately and we'll we'll give a little bit of a history lesson tonight because we're, we're i told myself at 24 i'm gonna try to avoid talking about these anti-vaxxers because, uh, you know, because I, uh, I, I just wanted to bring good energy. Shout out to everyone checking in. Appreciate it. Hit the like, hit the share button. Appreciate you joining. Appreciate you joining. I told myself I, I did not want to give these the that group. I didn't want to give that group the energy uh, unless unless it found me. Like it found me. I'm going to give the energy back. But I didn't want to have to go searching for the energy. But of course, when this article, another disease yeah, we have essentially eradicated in this country or had eradicated in this country because of the vaccines uh, that were available. But unfortunately, and let's give some history lesson. And and it, I think this was, let me make sure I get the date correct. 1998. So again, we're in the year 2024. I want, and this is how because a lot of, and I talk to my medical colleagues about this all the time, how when you see someone on social media saying something wild, flagrant, misinformation, disinformation, you have to give it a level of energy so that people around that noise that they done dropped knows that, no, nah, this is BS, right? Because in 1998, The Lancet published a now, like, mul multiply, multiple, multiple, um, disputed uh, article that said that the MMR vaccine caused autism. 1998, we're in the year 2024. 26 years later, we are still having to combat against that article that was fake. That that from that doctor, it was a doctor, and uh, I think it was like a bioethicist um, who was disgraced 
right? Especially in the academic community. 26 years ago, this person decided, you know what? I'm going to put this false article out with false information saying that I see a relationship between autism and the MMR vaccine. We like combated that, disputed it like to the point where the Lancet, the journal that it came from, had to publish a whole new article saying, guys, like that last article we published, that was terrible. That was BS. It was a whole bunch of lies. But unfortunately, once the lie got out there, once the lie was out there, and we didn't have, especially those in the healthcare community, we didn't have the energy that we have now to dispute misinformation and disinformation like we did. Because what we thought would happen was people would see that article, people were like, all right, that's BS, and not paying any type of mind. We learned very quickly, no, no, no. Like, and you, if you see, um, I think Jenny McCarthy, she was probably one of the more prominent ones back then, who like was championing, oh my God, I knew it, I knew it, MMR vaccine caused autism, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. And told everyone, because she was a celebrity at the time, so her, and someone said that the lies fly fast, told, like, told as much people who was in earshot, and then all of a sudden you had a, a generation of parents being like, I'm not getting my kid vaccinated with that vaccine, I'm not gonna do it, because I don't want them to get autism. Even though we disputed it, it was disputed. It was like it's been dis in fact, it's been disputed so often because we're still having to fight it. We didn't realize how terrible the lie was going to carry because 26 years later, we are still dealing with outbreaks for a disease that was essentially wiped out with said vaccine. So in this article, they talked about uh, let me see. We had eight people in Philly. Eight people in Philly, all um, individuals who came into contact with someone. They were, it looks like they were traveling through the D.C. airports. I talked about this a couple weeks ago, how holiday season and all of the travel was going to bring the diseases. At the time, we were talking about RSV, COVID, and pneumonia. But again, and now that we kind of recognize, you know, we saw how much they fought against COVID vaccine. So imagine like you have people who are unvaccinated against measles who can now spread it to other people who are also unvaccinated, right? That is a dilemma. That is the dilemma uh, brought to you here. So 2023, according to the CDC, we have had, uh, in 2023, we had a total of 56 total cases of measles. Now, again, that isn't a lot in the grand scheme of things. But the fact that it should be closer to zero because we actually have treatment for it is where the problem lies. And what what gets me, especially especially when we have a measles outbreak, because this is what I don't love it. Right. I don't say I love when a measles outbreak come any other time. Anti-vaxxers will pepper your comments, pepper your videos, tag you in videos about, you know, oh, look what this vaccine did. Look what this vaccine did. Right. Until we get a measles outbreak, because right when I get a measles outbreak, I can't see a single anti-vaxxer who's ready to tag me in some video. Not one single anti-vaxxer is ready to tag me in a video to say, oh my God, look what happened, right? Especially because every time there's a measles outbreak, like 99 times out of 10, it's unvaccinated people. But you can never find them. You can never find the same energy that they're willing to give you. And, and this is what this was always been our concern. Right. And I think, it's, you know, here's why doctors are concerned. No, the reason why we're concerned is that we see this continued trend of parents deciding, you know what, based off this misinformation, I'm not going to vaccinate my kids. And then I'm going to be shocked later on when my kids develop measles. 
I'm going to be shocked again. This, and, and I wish I was being hyperbolous. You would be surprised how many people are actually shocked when they're unvaccinated, develop measles, and they're like, oh, like, I didn't know this would happen. Yes, it because it, we have a tr treatment for it, right? Like, that's usually the case at hand. So, of course, right, like, they're silent. And when you see, because you can even see in my comments now, when you see my comments now, there's a, a pep, they're just peppered with excuses other than the fact that they say, you know what? Yeah, we kind of messed up there. Right. Like we told y'all don't get vaccinated against MMR based off lies. And even though we have disputed those lies, gotten those lies out of the paint, we're not going to change our mind because we still, for some reason, think we still for some reason think that the MMR vaccine causes autism. Right. Even when and, and autism is autism. And, and I tell you, I have a special relationship with autism. I have an oldest daughter who's autistic. My wife is autistic. A youngest son is autistic. Right. So I have a special relationship with autism. So, of course, right, when I hear lies being spewed about that diagnosis, right, I perk up even more, right? Because I know that we have better testing. We have better um, availability to recognize, like, all right, what am I seeing here? What characteristics am I seeing? And we have better classification. So it's not as if the number of people increase who got autism no 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 it's just the fact that we can actually diagnose better like could you imagine let's think about this right and i, I like to think about this in terms of kind of like diabetes because it's usually easier for people to kind of digest if i had no way to test how high your blood sugar was right let's just say i had no way to test it and the only way i could test is that maybe if i do an eye exam like that's the only way and i i can tell you those who are diabetic you have to be a pretty, you know, a pretty good diabetic for me to start picking up in the eyes. Not to say that I can't pick it up, but like you have to be, a, it has to be pretty good, pretty, you know, along its way. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the glucometer machine like comes out of nowhere. And guess what? Now, all of these people who I did not know were diabetic, guess what? They are diabetic. So I start saying, oh, now this person has diabetes. This person has diabetes. So that is what kind of occurred with autism. All of a sudden, when we weren't looking for it, when we didn't recognize like, all right, hey, these are the characteristics. These are the traits that I should be looking for. And instead of putting this uh, person in this class here with this behavior and say, no, this is the issue. No, we said, oh, you know what? They may actually be autistic. And then the numbers rose. But you had people who took that information, seeing the numbers rise and say, oh, no, no, no. It was because of this vaccine. So we got to get it out of there. So we deal with 26 years later, we deal with the fact that now measles outbreaks are a thing that just happened. Like, and when it happens, nine, again, nine times out of 10, they're all unvaccinated. And nine times out of 10, they're all unvaccinated. That just happens. That's just what it is. Like all of a sudden, they're all unvaccinated. And no one seems to be, no, especially my anti-vaxxers, that no one seems to be a wiser of why they think that is. They're just like, oh, they got measles. All right. Let me stay away from them. Let me get away from them. That's like that's that's so interesting to me when you think about um, just how misinformation has played such a pivotal role in our healthcare, right? And we're gonna get, we're gonna get to uh, the comments. I see the comments, right? Because again, when I, whenever I talk about putting anti-vaxxers right uh, to the fire, right, all of a sudden, right, like energy off the wazoo, but usually a whole bunch of lies, right? So usually that, and that's usually the playbook that comes with them. Right. So, of course, we're going to deal with this. Right. So I'm looking here. 
uh, to see cases have been identified in Delaware, New Jersey, Washington State. Um, again, this was just in the past month or so. Um, we expect more cases uh, to arise. Uh, let me see here. Uh, looks like looks like we have about a 93% rate of kids who actually receive the vaccine, which I think is great. Um, you know, trying to go up to 94, 95% in the past couple of years, especially with COVID. So again, it's not 100%. It's not 100%. And obviously, we're not talking about the people who may have some type of allergy, right? Because and, and, and I think that's what, you know, like, what about the people who can't get the... It's not that many people, but the people who can't get it, obviously, those are not the numbers we're excluding. Or those numbers are typically excluded uh, from that standpoint here. Uh, I saw some people say like, oh, well, what happens? Do they die? Right? Like, because that's what people want to know. Oh, do you die? Like, because again, and, I, and, and this is what's so weird to me, right? When, when we talked about COVID and we talked about vaccinations... And we would say, hey, you know what? A lot of people can get sick. A lot of people end up in a hospital. A lot of people may end up dying. But they were like, oh, well, how many people? And they would like look at the percentage. Like, oh, if only one to three percent end up dying, that's okay. They used to, that's what they used to say about COVID. So the same thing here, right? When you hear these people get measles, when you hear these people get measles, they automatically want to like, oh, did the person die? Because well, if they just got measles, like, who cares? Oh, Al, Frank, you free. Appreciate you, appreciate you. Like, well, who cares? Like, oh, if they got measles, we don't care about that. No care. So this is where we as a healthcare community have to be much more proactive, right? That's why I love what we did, um, you know, especially during the height of the pandemic, right? Because we recognize, like, all right, like the lies are coming again, right? They, the lies are coming again. And if we don't knock these lies out right now, we could have another issue with like we did with MMR, right? If we don't knock the lies out right now and stomp them out, like I got some, I got some great people I follow here on this app um, who routinely spend their time having to dispute lie after lie after lie. Like that's what, that, and we have to do that because it's a full-time job almost when you're dealing with a side that deals with propaganda, um, misinformation, uh, like just like just lies, right? Just misinformation. Like, and, and, and I always say, especially when we talk about misinformation, right? Misinformation, let's say I tell you something. Let's say I say the sky is green and you can't see. Like, let's say you're blind and you don't know that the sky isn't green, but you say, you tell someone else the sky is green, right? Like that's misinformation. That's you saying, all right, I told this other person that the sky is green because you happen to tell me, but I didn't know. But let's say you actually know the sky isn't green. And not only are you telling people the sky is green, like you're wanting to sell them glasses to show that the sky is green. This is when the disinformation comes in, right? This is when you're willfully lying to spread misinformation out to the general public. Like we see this all the time. Um, we saw this all the time. And this actually, unfortunately, still continues uh, with COVID, with COVID vaccine, with masking, everything else under the sun. Like that's, that's is what it is, right? Like we just see it. Like that's what just happens. So we have been so proactive in it. And again, we have... First, let me see. I'm going to look here. Uh, one of five. I just want to make sure if we have any update on the eight. Uh, no, no, no updates on the eight. We just know right now um, a couple of hospitalizations, no deaths. So knock on wood. We're going to hope that we treat it well where, you know, they're able to make it. Right. And of course, right. They'll tell you, hey, you know what? I didn't get vaccinated and I live, so I must be good, right? That's what they're gonna tell you that. Like it is what it is. Right? So let's let's get to let's get to some of our comments, right? Because what you'll tend to see, right, especially when we talk about anti-vaxxers, right, is they're uh they have like a it's like a it's a real short playbook um 
of just lies that they just continue to spill over and over and over again. So we'll just try to see if we can kind of get some of them out of there uh, just so we can, uh, you know, make, make sure like, all right, so perfect. Oh, so I, I love this one, right? So I'm actually scrolling from the bottom up, right? So uh, someone says, uh, Brittany says, natural immunity is always better. No, that is not true, right? That is not true. And when I think about natural immunity, right, this is why I try to tell people, right? Because those, the unvaccinated eight, right, who were in Philadelphia, they were all unvaccinated. How come their natural immunity didn't stop them from picking up measles? Like, I want us to think about it, right? Like, what was it about their natural immunity that did not allow them to, like, again, let's just think, we don't even have to think scientifically, right? Because I don't want people to, like, try to rack their brains scientifically trying to figure out why their natural immunity didn't stop them. Because, again, all of them were unvaccinated, which means all of them should have had the natural immunity to fight it. But yet, unfortunately, that didn't, that wasn't the case. So when we think about natural immunity, imagine me saying, hey, I want you to get the disease, I want the disease to cause every issue that the disease can cause to you. And then after the fact, I want your body to build up your immune system so that if you get it again, you'll be able to deal with it a little bit better. Like this is what this is when people say natural immunity. This is the process that has to occur. But what if I told you that you can go through a process where I give you disease, but I don't give it to you in a severity that could cause hospitalizations, that could cause deaths and everything else. What if I told you I can do that without you having to risk all of the other complications associated with it? Like, wouldn't you rather have that? And this is why, this, this my natural media folks, this is what I always ask them. Wouldn't you rather have that aspect? Of course you would, right? You have, you have led yourself to believe that I'm going to skip that process, which is vaccination was what I was describing, and nah, give me the disease. Like I want the full blown disease. I want like I want my body to have to fight through it. And if I happen to survive, boom, like that. That's right. So again, that's where that's again that's where that's why natural immunity is not is not. I appreciate. I, I I'm telling you, is not the best way to go. Right. You you don't want these diseases. Right. Because you don't want to be. Um, you don't want to have to succumb to it, right? Yeah, and some say, like, oh, uh, Larissa, oh, I appreciate uh, all the roses, Larissa. I much appreciate it. Uh, vaccination fear is so dangerous. Yeah, like, I, I love this uh, comment here, Kels. Where it's just, and that's really, and mind you, I said 1998 is when that article first dropped as far as this measles one. So this is not a new thing. This is not a new process. In fact, if you look up the history of misinformation, disinformation, they've been doing this for like hundreds of years. When hundreds of thousands of people were dying, even back then with the flu, they were like, I don't know about these vaccines, y'all. I don't know about these vaccines. So we know and understand this is not a new phenomenon that people may be afraid of what the vaccine may do. Right. Because, again, think about that. Again, it's a it's, it's a, I can understand it's a concept that, hey, all right, you're going to give me that disease and I'm supposed to be OK with you giving me that disease versus a possibility of me avoiding it every turn. Like, so I could see how, you know, fundamentally that could be an issue. So that's why it's up to us, the, the, the healthcare creators and kind of your doctors and your nurses, right? And everyone who just takes care of you to try to educate you to say, no, this is what happens with vaccines. No, we're not giving you the full blown disease and hope that, you know, you'll be better. No, we're not doing that, right? There's a process that your body has to go from point A to point B in immunization that we want to help you with this vaccine. 
But because the fear is so real for lots of different reasons, lots of different reasons, we can have those discussions too. Right? Like, again, I'm black, right? So I can tell you, Tuskegee and all that. I can trust me. I, I know. I know where a lot of people want to go. And it's not like, and I'll tell you, as a physician, I recognize that our healthcare system has not done everybody well. Like, I can recognize that our healthcare system has not taken care of everybody equally and still doesn't take care of everybody equally. Like, we know, I, I talk about black uh, fraternal, uh, black maternal health all the time, right? Like, I, I understand that. So that's why it takes those who are now on the inside, even on the outside, to continue to fight, to recognize, hey, I see a problem, but this is the solution because we don't want people to be left out, right? Like, again, we have, we get, and, and I always hark back, remember, remember when monkeypox uh, outbreak occurred, right? Again, non-vaccination, right? But remember when that occurred? Everybody and their mama wanted to try to get that monkeypox vaccine. And you know why? Was the biggest symptom with monkeypox that scared a lot of people was this skin disfigurement. When you got COVID, you weren't worried about your skin peeling. You weren't worried about, no, you weren't worried about the aches and pain and itching. You weren't worried about none of that with COVID. But you heard monkeypox could do what? You, you Googled a couple pictures of monkeypox and you were like, no, when can I get a vaccine? Like the, the amount of, the, it, was, it was such a mind flip. To show the amount of people, right, of like, oh my God, like, where can I get it? Where can I get it? Like, it was very weird. Um, <laughs> so weird. Uh, someone said, uh, Doc, I will find your name. It's, oh, it's in, it's in my username, Barry Pierre. <laughs> oh, anti vaxxers are weird. Weird bunch over there. Um, uh, oh, so this is a good question. Uh, someone says, slow breath. This is the person who's looking for my name, Dr. Barry Pierre. Google it. Uh, do you truly trust pharma companies, Doc? The most corrupt and suit industry that ever existed. One, I don't know if that information is true about the most corrupt or sued industry. I don't know about all that, right? Like, whatever, right? But do I trust it? The answer is yes, right? Yes, I have to trust a system, right, which is pharma companies, right? I have to trust a healthcare system because, again, it's yet yeah, you have your doctors here, but you have your pharmaceutical. Like, again, if you got cancer, you got high blood pressure, you got diabetes, you got high cholesterol, you got erectile dysfunction, right? You have COVID, you have the like you have all of these issues where the pharma companies are amazing, right? But I think a lot of times people hear big, big pharma, people think this big evil conglomerate that is out there only to do evil acts on the people that, you know, have to use, like, I don't know what it is, but the association with pharmaceutical industry and evil, right, the association with, and that's something that, again, and obviously I don't work for Big Pharma, but that's something that they got to work on. But I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, like, oh, like, they're, everyone's totally evil, you can't trust nothing, you can't trust no medications whatsoever, Right, like, because that that wouldn't make any sense in the world. Because I saw a lot of people posting about Pfizer, Pfizer, Pfizer. Because you know, a lot of people are scared of Pfizer. Again, that's a, you know, that's a that's a that's the thing we noticed during this COVID outbreak of how many people like really latched on to Pfizer being like this big like evil monster that they had to worry about. Interesting enough, a lot of men, right, which is ironic, right, especially for those who may not know, right, that one of Pfizer's biggest you know, most profitable medication is Viagra, right? Which a lot of men take, right? And you'd be so, it was almost like, a, you could, I would love to see the Venn diagram of men who are like, oh my God, oh, I can't stand evil Pfizer and who also took an erectile 
uh, dysfunction supplement of one way, shape, or form. I would love to see that, right? Like, I'm pretty sure that circle would be very close, right? But, like, no, that, that's, I think, where the issue is uh, from that standpoint there. Uh, let's, let's make sure we get, let's make sure we got that. Uh, oh, someone said, oh, <laughs> uh, will I find your name on Open Payments Doc? Yes. All right, so let's, uh, this, oh, slow, slow breath meditation is hilarious. So um, they're asking, will I find your name? Again, mind you, and, you know, those on the timeline. Um, this is very typical for anti-vaxxers, right? Because not only do they have a mistrust of the healthcare system, they have to assume that every physician is being bought out by Big Pharma. Again, if you happen to, and that's why I always say all of my lives, if you happen to know some contacts from Pfizer, Moderna, Novartis, if you happen to know contacts, tell them to DM me. I would love to be their spokesman. I would love, hey, why not? If you're going to pay me, right, to promote the stuff I promote for free anyways, like, go ahead and do it. But Open Payments is a uh, it's a Medicare platform that allows you to actually search your doctor's name to see if they've been paid by farmer for like dinners, uh, speaking engagements and everything else. Unfortunately, I think the I think I think I sat at a dinner probably like it might have been like four or five years ago. Right. I think they got I think they gave me a it was worse. Right. They say they gave me money. It was no money. They just what they accounted for the dinner. I think it might have been like. 30 bucks or 40 bucks, man. So I'm definitely on the wrong side of pharma because I'm not on their payroll side because everyone assumes I'm on the payroll side, but I'm not on their payroll side uh, from, from that standpoint there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Da, da, da. Let's see. We make sure we're not missing anything. Yeah, I me, mean, yep. Measles, MMR, yep, yep. Uh, let's see here. I saw, I saw a lot of stuff from um, who are primarily government. Um, who are who are primarily government funded? I'm not. Sure, I'm not sure of the question. I'm not sure if it's uh, the vaccine or what that is from that standpoint. There, <laughs> I'm just going back on comments. This uh, I, I, for slow breath meditation has been looking for my name for a while. Yeah, just gotta just gotta follow the name. Uh, username is in there. Uh, measles part of shingles? No, it's a uh, different. Um, different one. Uh, shingles, you could, uh, and I saw someone had answered it later, but shingles is in that same family uh, with varicella, which is the chickenpox. Um, so for those who, uh, I'm, I'm 40, right? Actually 41, right? So when I was young, we actually got chickenpox. In fact, it's, it may sound, it's going to sound very weird now. We used to have like chickenpox parties, right? Because if you had one kid who had chickenpox, but the other kids hadn't had chickenpox yet, like our families would get together and say, all right, y'all go play, right? Because we, because one, it was spread by touch, right? Y'all go play because I don't want to have to deal with you having chicken pox right now, right? And then a month later, I got to deal with you having chicken pox and a month later, I got to deal with, like, now all y'all get chicken pox right now. That way we can deal with it right now. And I'm telling you, again, fortunately for varicella, shout out to people who've taken the varicella vaccine, right? Chicken pox is one of the diseases. It hurt. It was you you were itching everywhere like it was i do not i do not wish chicken pox on nobody um it, you you were everywhere you scratch and it felt like the more you scratch the more it would itch like it was now it was a disease that was typically very limited to the point where it didn't cause you to be severely severely ill unless you had some you know underlying issues it didn't cause you to be severely, severely ill but when you got it 
just like you know COVID, like you had to stay at home, you had to stay in your own room, no one could touch you because again, because it was spread by skin uh, contact, like you wash your own clothes, own bed sheets, everything else until it kind of went away. Um, and which is why we used to have the parties because you know the parents did not want to have to deal with um, you know subsequent kids kind of getting it back to back to back to back because again if if I get it and then I get over it but then you get it again this is and this is a shout out to my natural immunity person um, you you're hoping that my natural immunity because I just got it will make it so that I don't pick it up again the parents didn't want to have to risk that so like now nah, everybody all y'all get the chicken pox right now um, we'll, we'll deal with it from that. Uh, someone said it's uh, due to people entering the country. I mean, there's plenty of people in this country uh, who are sick. I'm assuming that's an issue uh, related to like immigrants. Um, there's plenty of people in this country who uh, are unvaccinated. So like though that would be more of an issue uh, in and of itself. Let's see here. Make sure I, I want to make sure I don't miss any. Want to make sure I don't miss anyone. Uh, some- <laughs> One, one thing about anti-vaxxers, they're hilarious, right? So this person says um, he puts the doc in indoctrination, right? So again, anti-vaxxers will have you believe that they have access to some information that like, if, if you think of, if you just said it out loud, like they're the woke people, right? Like, because people think woke is a bad thing, right? They're the woke people. They feel that they have access to information that the general public does not have. Right. So it's up to them. Right. To let people know, like, oh, my God, those doctors, big pharma. Oh, my. You don't want to mess with them. Right. Like that. But a lot of them have that very weird train of thought. Um, and, and that's why when you have healthcare content creators, physicians, nurses, uh, doctors, you know, of academic uh, standards, like say the stuff like they say, oh, no, 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 that's 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 that's, that's like hogwash. They're trying to brainwash you. Um, don't listen to them. Right. So shout out to. Shout out to the funny, because I get they're absolutely hilarious. Um, make sure I don't miss any. I want to make sure I miss out any questions. Let me see how many times we've. <laughs> I don't want to keep highlighting. Um, I don't want to keep highlighting the uh, uh, the anti vaxxers because someone said the China. Nope, China didn't start it. Uh, outbreaks are mostly. Uh, oh, Brittany says uh, outbreaks are mostly vaccinated. No, that's incorrect. Um, Every time, every time, right, the measles outbreaks occur, uh, 90, 90% of these people are unvaccinated. If, and the only reason why I'm saying 90 is because I don't want to say 100. And y'all find like the one time where it was like 30 people unvaccinated, one person vaccinated. And then y'all be like, oh, see, you see. And, and again, and, and let's because I want I want to walk people through that train of thought as well, too. Right. So there those who are unvaccinated or anti-vax will have you believe that it's the vaccinated person that caused them to get measles. I want us to think about that. 30 people could be unvaccinated. One person could be vaccinated. And there is a school of thought from their side that will have you think that it's the one vaccinated person's fault of why they got it. Right. They did. They do the same thing with COVID. Oh, you know, when I'm unvaccinated, like, as long as the vaccinated people stay away from me, I'm fine. Like this, because again, this is this is how they process it, right? Because they have to they have to live in their delusion of what they think vaccination is and how evil vaccination, big pharma, and everybody else is as well too, right? So, 
Uh, and I don't see, I don't see many more questions. All right, so yeah, not too many questions. More anti-vax stuff that we don't need to do. So, uh, and someone asked, is there a cure vaccine? Uh, measles. Um, the vaccine, right? That's, it just is what it is, right? It's it's what happens is you get introduced uh, through the MMR vaccine. You get introduced. Your body's able to build up your immune system against it. So in case it, if it ever comes around, I know how to fight it. But if you never introduce to the vaccine, guess what? Now you're walking through the airport in D.C. and then boom, now you got the measles, right? Like that's unfortunately, uh, you know, how it goes, especially from that standpoint there. Uh, okay. All right. So we are, we're going to get off, right? Again, like I said, I, I was trying to dedicate 2024, right, to my peace and my sanity by not having to talk about the anti-vaxxers, right? Because I already know, um, especially because we're going to get our COVID numbers, uh, after the holidays pretty soon, right? So I already know, if we don't already have them, I gotta look. Um, I already know they're, they're gonna be, you know, up in my comments, up in my mentions. Uh, as we speak, like they're tagging me in videos because that's typically how it goes uh, with them. Um, but again, we just wanted to, again, highlight, yes, this, there is another measles outbreak. Yes, us doctors are concerned. Yes, there's a way to avoid these measles outbreak, but unfortunately, because of the damage that was done, and again, I repeat this, in 1998, because of the damage and the lies that were done in 1998, in 2024, I'm still having to talk about it. 1998, 2024, we're still having to deal with those ramifications, right? So that is why like, we are very gung-ho on dealing with disinformation and stomping it out quickly, right? Because we know like, again, yeah, like, especially when you, like, let's think about the misinformation associated with COVID. I'm not even going to really see a lot of those, you know, effects for maybe a decade or so, right? It may be a decade before we really start seeing the effects of misinformation associated with COVID, right? Like, again, you, you look at my comments. You have people who are now, you know, 100% against big pharma and natural immunity is the best and all that. Like, that is what happens, right? And then they tell other people. And then they tell other people, and then 10 years down the line, we're dealing with super bucks, right? Because here we are. So y'all be blessed. Make sure y'all like, make sure y'all follow. If you're trying to catch this episode, it will be on the YouTube channel and the podcast. Um, link in said bio tomorrow? No, tomorrow, Friday? Saturday. Saturday. So it will be there uh, Saturday. But y'all be blessed. Y'all have a great evening.